All right, we're back. Probably the last episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast for the year. Maybe too excited. <laughs> Maybe who knows? We uh, we love talking about Real Salt Lake. So if something pops up, we know we're in the holiday season. Christmas is around the corner, and we I'll probably get started shopping here pretty quick for Christmas. <laughs> pretty soon, <laughs> got a week. Yeah. Better get on it. <laughs> Well, is the store still open? (laughs) Yeah, Christmas Eve, he's still shopping. I do. I go shopping Christmas Eve every year, just kind of as a tradition. I love wandering around watching other people panic, I guess, because I'm just looking for uh, my wife. My wife and I are different ends of the spectrum. She's always fine with what we have, and I never think we have enough. So, um, you know, that's deep-seated. Personal trauma that I don't want to get into <laughs> at this Thanks time. for discussing it on the podcast. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> yes. you sharing deep-seated so, emotions. <laughs> even, yes, all about my PTSD. But uh, <laughs> we wanted to wish everyone a happy holiday season, however you celebrate. Um, Hanukkah, Festivus, Christmas, um, Kwanzaa, uh, Ramadan. Is there more? Tet. Tet. Yeah, whatever ones you celebrate. Yeah. We hope you sure. have a great holiday season and a happy <laughs> new year. But we wanted to kind of close out our thoughts on the 2023 RSL season. But before we do that, there was some news, breaking news. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I don't know if we don't have the breaking news uh, stinger there. But uh, yeah, well, MLS we'll came out it. with some some rule changes. Whoa, for that this year or next year? Just kidding. For, for 2024. Yes. Actually, there's some rules from December 23rd till uh, January 2nd, <laughs> and then they have some new rules, but we'll wait for those. <laughs> now, for the 2024 season, if an injured player remains on the ground for 15-plus seconds, they will have to remain off the field for two minutes. That is uh, something I like. Hopefully that will keep the uh the fake hamstrings i mean how many times can you pull a hamstring in a game or Seriously. other um... i need to stretch my calf i need to stretch my calf <laughs> only for 14 seconds though oh now i'm good i'm good i'm good I'm yeah. good no i didn't no i didn't know then is that, one... are they gonna be counting it down is this like a when you get knocked down in the ring are they gonna be like nine eight i mean <laughs> How are they gonna know? Maybe there's I, another I, official that's gonna run on the field with the it, with a counter or a board. And does it count when the ball goes out or when the player goes down? All these questions, so many questions. You gotta admit though, that's a brilliant idea. I, I like think a the lot idea. Of people are asking for that. Just get rid of all the flopping. I mean, you're not gonna get rid of the flopping, but get the fake rid of the yeah. the yeah chilling on the field. So that's gonna be super impressive. And that's just only MLS, though. It's not like everywhere else. No, just MLS. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. Next Although, rule. Next rule. Substitutes must exit the field within 10 seconds. This one, will they will enforce this for the first three games. Then after that. <laughs> Depends on what Lionel Messi does. If Messi's exactly. taking the time, like, eh, this is from when we initiate the 10 seconds. <laughs> Oh, it's like remember when they went to the ten second drop kick rule for goalies? They had to do it in ten seconds. People still do that nowadays. The goalie has the ball and they're like, dude, nine, 
or they count up, you know. I think yeah. it's funny. Just another way for fans to get them. 18, yeah. 18. 19. <laughs> or it could be like, you know, when you're, uh, you're playing with your kids, you're trying to get them to do something. It's like, all right, I'll count. See how fast you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Ready? One, one, two, three. And then they run off for 10 minutes and they come back. Seven, <laughs> eight. <laughs> You did it! New record! Way to go! Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, the next rule. Referees will make in-stadium announcements for VAR decisions. Hallelujah! It's come to pass! The great... Yeah! I mean, I think this is the biggest one for me. And this is for people in-stadium. There's two things they hate, and both rules got changed this year. One thing is, like, what did he just call? He put his hand up. He made some... Are we doing charades? This is ridiculous, man. It's 2023. It'll be 2024. Announce it in stadium. I love it. I'm so excited about that one. Yeah. First foul, two syllables. (laughs) 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 And I do like that one. And then the next one, stadium clocks run past 90 minutes. Finally. Well, that's not actually doing them. Like, what's the benefit? Well, here's the history that I recall. I remember because when we started going to the games, they kept the clock running, and then they would say, "Oh, there's three minutes of stoppage time," and if the ref stops the clock at or if the blows his whistle at 92 minutes and 45 seconds, people were going like, "Oh my gosh, they you cheated us seconds. out of 15 seconds, you jerk!" So that's. Yeah. After a, a whole bunch of complaints about that, they went to the stopping it at the 90 because the official time is on the field anyway. Mm-hmm. So maybe we've just kind of like behaved ourselves long enough that they will see how. <laughs> Brent's but been such a good up. little boy. Good <laughs> job, Brent. We've finally grown up and we can handle going to the bathroom by ourselves. But they, <laughs> they are. They are doing this though in the in the Premier League in the EFL in England. Oh, that's good. The clock runs doesn't stop, and I think they started that earlier this year or last season. Yeah, I I like that too. I also like the fact that like I get when the ref calls it right at ninety three, but I hate it when it's in the attacking phase of play. You know what I mean? Like let that last bit of drama. Like you got to think of you know, soccer as entertainment sometimes. Right, I know when it's your yeah. team, you just want them to blow the whistle. But as a neutral or as the other team's fans, like we want it to play on. We want the dramatic last second win or dramatic last second miss. Even we want that as fans, right? So to me, I I love that rule. I like the that that they're kind of held accountable in stadium to what the clock says. Like, if you're calling it at 93 and a half minutes and they said four minutes of stoppage time, we're going to give you crap about it. We're going to go to your fake Twitter account and fake <laughs> make fun of you on fake Twitter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't mind that. Oh, I was going to say something else. And I lost my train of thought. My apologies. You know. But I do think that'll be good. Well, oh, I know what I was going to say. Tyler was talking about different sports it's kind of like american football that the play doesn't end or it could be the same with rugby right the play doesn't end right when the buzzer goes off like basketball um the that last play if you get the the snap off before the 
play right. at zero. Yeah, know, the place it's not going to go on for another ten minutes, but the play no. goes on after the clock stops. So I yeah, lateral it a that. few times, and you know, yeah, lob it down the field all crazy like, and have the goalie go for it, try to head it in. Anyway, watch out for the I think watch out for exciting. the band. Right, <laughs> don't let the band <laughs> on the field. <laughs> so, any other uh, news? There was one other big news that uh, has. Soccer fans across the nation, up in arms, in a kerfuffle, pitchforks, and torches. From what I can see, at least that's what I'm, it, I'm waiting. That's what it was on Twitter. Diego Char is coming to RSL. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh he my is God. coming. He is coming. <laughs> no, he's going to be an assistant coach for Pablo Mastroeni because we don't have any of those just yet. <laughs> no, the Major League Soccer will not be sending its first teams to the U.S. Open Cup. Which has tons of fans, at least on Twitter. And I, I wonder what the percentage is of the MLS haters or Euro snobs or just the people that aren't enamored with Major League Soccer. What percentage of those are the ones that are up in arms versus the regular Major League Soccer fans? You know I, I who? I think it's quite a bit. I think it's quite a bit on both cases, though. You know who the most upset is? All the USL teams. All of them. They're mad because they don't get their one shot at knocking off a big MLS club, right? It, it's not a true open cup. See, in the Premier League, the Premier League is not a different entity than, I mean, they are different entities than the championship, right, and club two. But they all work together in a pyramid scheme, right? For those of you that don't know, kids at home, look up pyramid schemes. Ponzi schemes, if you will. That's, and be be the first in your line. That's important. Yeah. Don't be coming yeah. in. Uh, start a down line. Somebody else. Yeah. No, no. You got to start at the top and get a down line going, kids. Wait, the Premier no. League's awesome. Don't I feel it. like I'm – no. I'm, I, and kids, don't start a Ponzi scheme. It's not good. It's, it's illegal, too. Anyway, Mr. Ponzi started schemes back in the day. Anyway, way too much history on Ponzi schemes. Um the yeah US, U.S. soccer and MLS don't always get along. The U.S. Soccer Federation (USSF) doesn't always get along with MLS, and MLS I think was just like, nah, take a flyer this year. We'll send our JV teams, and not even like the so like Real Salt Lake won't be in it, but the Real Monarchs will, right? But Monarchs weren't in it year last year, were they? No, I don't think MLS next teams played in it maybe they did yeah i can't remember and i think that's I can't part of the either. problem is this is a tournament that has been around since 1914 and has not captured the it's not the fa cup it's not the yeah. other all the other countries seems to have the the french league the league in france has a a cup there's i saw one where um because france has it's not only the country of france but it's territories at other places that oh yeah um, like the I mean, country next to Suriname. yeah there's like they can go on a 3000 there's like a fifth level team in France that went like on a $3000 trip 3000 mile trip to play in their in their country's cup and their which open is exciting and their That's open cool. cup yeah, yeah great for them but for whatever reason it hasn't caught on and there is some reading between the lines and not really uh, knowing everything 
I can see why people get upset because it's like the FA Cup, but it's not the FA Cup, and people want want this to be some magical event, but it just hasn't caught the imagination of soccer fans across the United States. I mean, it's fun. The idea is cool. Everybody loves it when the uh, Colorado Hellstorm comes into Northern Colorado Hellstorm from uh, Southern Estes County comes to (laughs) Sandy, Utah and beats Real Salt Lake on their third game ever. That's exciting. Uh, That's fun. That's not exciting. That is so sad. We've had some serious, crazy U.S. Open Cup games, though, in the past. Like, the the one in Minnesota years ago when Minnesota didn't have an MLS team, and they beat us, like, 6-5 to five or something ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there's some, signed there's on their some players. strange things. Yeah. Jean Alexander came from that. He was a beefy boy, dude. I like Played defensive mid. That's a – I liked him. Jean Jean, dude, it's Jean. not Jean. It's not jeans. <laughs> I mean, he it's spelled Jean, but I don't know French well enough to honestly distinguish between the two. But you know, whatever. I know there was some there. You know, Don Garber. They blame him. He doesn't necessarily. Ha- he had some negative comments about the U.S. Open Cup, um, the stadium. Well, we're not selling out stadiums. That's the problem. Yeah, like people aren't showing up. So, what do you do? You know. Either and you maybe, go do like a resort destination thing like they did with MLS's back where everybody goes to Orlando and they're all housed in a thing around it and, you know, do some sort of tournament like that for three days or whatever. I don't know. That's what youth teams do, right? They go on these little trips and, right, bring back that kind of a three-day, three-cup, winner moves on thing. But it, it's it's tough with – with the amount of games that you can play in a short period of time for professionals. So I get it. I've, I've read other places that, you know, major league soccer, they were responsible for promoting the tournament um, from the USF. It wasn't necessarily the USSF that was promoting it. So I think there was, there was probably some friction there. Why are we promoting this thing that. Yeah. Sharing just, revenue with them. Yeah. I don't think the, the teams actually got to keep the revenue in their stadium for the games. And then you had the league's cup come in and which was, you know, for the first time as an, as a, uh, you know, an anomaly or uh, your, the first go around was relatively successful and people enjoyed that. So they are going to play that. And much more successful than us open cup. Because you get that yeah. cross-border rival thing going on, you know, and it's a little more heated. This could be also a play where the and Major League Soccer is trying to get some concessions or get some changes. Maybe they let you, in the U.S. Soccer, uh, United States Soccer Federation, know that, hey, this isn't working. We need to make some improvements. You know, they could always spin it that way. But no one was listening, and so they're saying, hey, you know what? If you don't care, we don't care. But it could backfire. There is a lot of, or there seems to be, there's a lot of squeaky wheels that say that uh, just refuse to support Major League Soccer and are just looking for more reasons not to 
to dream that uh, one day United States soccer will have an amazing pyramid and it's all promotion relegation and no one loses money and no teams go out of business and it's all, you know, unicorns yeah. and rainbows. Like yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the way MLS is thinking there. I think MLS well, that's, is... That'll, that's what will happen. Is the second we get promotion and relegation... Everything, Everything will be perfect. Turns to gold. Yeah, right. Yeah, it'll be. The US it'll be perfect. Will never allow a promotion relegation. That, that, yeah, like ever. yeah, agreed. They have, like, what would make US do that? Because they haven't done it in any other sport. Right. Like, what other sport is there that does that? No, I agree. I don't know that it's college coming. basketball. College basketball, <laughs> absolutely. D one, D two, and D three. That's what they did. And college football. College football. There, they. Uh, I heard that idea floated out there one time. They were saying, okay, take the top 50 schools, then the next 50, and then the next 50. And anyway, you can get promoted. And I was like, uh, whatever. You guys are dumb. It was a huge kerfuffle, (laughs) and I was was surprised. (laughs) It was really insightful, huh? (laughs) Great insight. You're dumb. I was a bit surprised at the amount uh, of vitriol. There were a lot of folks that were really upset that the Major League Soccer isn't supporting the U.S. Open Cup, at least with their Is it their the U.S. Teams. Open Cup or is it the Open Cup? It's the U.S. Open Cup, yeah. U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're a separate entity, and I think that's why. It's like MLS is like, we don't need you. You need us. And they're like, what? no, we don't. They're like, okay, fine. We won't send our first teams. Yeah. There, there's some thoughts that to be the D1, Major League Soccer is recognized as the top-tier league, and part of that is playing in the U.S. Open Cup. So there's some back, some of the backroom stuff that's probably going to get figured out, and maybe they change their mind. Maybe they come out and say, hey, any, any Major League Soccer team that wants to play in the U.S. Open Cup can. You don't have to. You can send... Um, your main player, main team, or you can send your next team. But like DC United doesn't even have a MLS next team. Oh yeah, so they are. Yeah, and, they... and then then it was strange because then I I saw an article that said something about Houston is going to still send the Dynamo to like nine MLS teams are going to enter the Open Cup in the round of 32, but then there was never any data on that. So I thought that was strange too, to kind of announce that like Houston's going to defend their cup. And then who are they sending? Are they sending their first team or they, you know what I mean? It kind of contradicted that. So I guess we'll see how that plays out this year. I don't think it's that big a deal. I think we spent way too much time on this. Yep. <laughs> Let's okay. move on. Come on. <laughs> It was fun while it lasted. Any other news? Open Cup. Uh, Do you want to talk about the draft? Oh, yeah. One more news. Breaking news. Draft is tomorrow. Um, Some big things are happening, though. So, very first round, we get two picks, which is super nice. Apparently, Vancouver gave us an extra one for a first rounder. So, that's 16 and 18. We're going to get a good pick. Second round, we also have... Two picks. Seems like that's a thing. We're going to get like six or seven guys out of the draft this time. If they if they use the pick, sometimes they'll pass. 
kind of like uh, the Royals did in the expansion draft. They picked up two players. And then I think in the next three <laughs> they rounds, passed. they three or four rounds, they passed because they uh, made a whole bunch of trades before the expansion draft, picked up mm. some players. And I think half the teams they made deals with said they wouldn't take one of their players yeah. in the expansion draft. Yeah, that was part of the, the fun they did, huh? But yeah. no, no such luck in MLS this year. No expansion team, which is great to not have a, an expansion team. So San Diego's not happening. Twenty-five next oh, year. Oh, that's next year. Okay. Yeah. yeah so next, a year from now, year. there will be an expansion draft. Yep, and we'll all speculate about who's on the expansion list and why. Do we really want to let them go? Diego Luna won't be protected. It'll be a big thing. <laughs> 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 one other thing too about the MLS draft I believe they're making a rule change maybe not this year but next year that will allow player teams to draft underclassmen oh so like you, stash a draft pick yeah, let no, him well, you play could, another year of college yeah you could pick a, pick like a junior and let him play or a sophomore and they could stay in school and keep playing but he's still your player or, and they could make the decision later to come out and turn pro. A little bit more flexibility there, which I thought was a pretty good idea. Yeah, I read that too. I think that's decent. I mean, it's, it, it, it's kind of strange because you can kind of get drafted at any age, and in other countries you kind of get drafted throughout. Like you get bought and sold as a kid. It's kind of weird, right, like other countries. We, we don't really do that here. Um, but that that's how other countries fund their grassroots soccer is they get kids to come play and then the kid gets better. They develop them and then they sell them on, right? That, that, and then they just keep developing players. But over here, we develop teams. <laughs> we try to keep our team good and we try to make people sacrifice for the team instead of making them look good, which other countries do the opposite, so... I don't know. It, it's a it's an interesting concept, but when the player moves on, the team that developed him gets paid. So then it funds more grassroots soccer, which I think we need more of in the United States. So I don't know. That that's my two cents. But then you're dealing with underage kids and paying other entities for them, so it gets a little. I can see why some people might think that's a little strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, paying for can... kids is really weird, man. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> it gets it's get it gets odd real quick. It gets, so it I gets get odd, it. man. I mean you drive slow around uh, school districts, but that's that's different. You know no, I, mean? I drive slow around the stadium, remember? Yeah. <laughs> it's like where's Jason Christ? I know he's in there somewhere. Where's that man? Can't see him. In your white van that said free candy for Jason. Yeah, did you see that? That's I posted that on on social media, and then somebody posted a video of them driving by the stadium, and then they were like laughing about it. And anyway, it's pretty funny, pretty good. And then my wife saw Jason at a coffee shop and posted a picture of it. So it seemed like I was stalking him, but my wife found him. So. I don't know how that works. It's a family affair. Your stalking is a family affair. You do it as a group. That way, you know, you can you can find more people that way. 
Yeah, you speaking of up. stockings, uh, the the twenty four holiday vouchers are out twenty five dollars if you get yours today. Excellent. I mean, Excellent work. what's today. the voucher? Oh, just like gift cards? Yeah, it's like yeah. You then you can pick a game later to attend that year. And the yeah. RSL team store has been mission, having but... some nice sales during the what was it twelve or fifteen days of Christmas. They have yeah. those massive, massive boom boxes. Like the one that I have. Oh my gosh. It was on sale one day for 280 bucks, which was a bargain. One Definitely day. Go it was down. not. I mean, it's if a little you late. like a bright yellow, humongous boombox that just screams, I'm a lifer for RSL. And I'm also from the 80s. Where but I the like thing is, it's not like he's, he's throwing any parties. Like my dad doesn't throw parties. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't rave. He doesn't DJ. He doesn't do anything that needs that boombox. Oh, that's what... like the only thing it's being used for is my son to play with the mic. So it's that's... like, what is, what is the point of having it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I buy a racket for two hundred bucks, but that's I'm using it every day. You're hitting you know? balls with it, yeah. I'm literally like, I need it for my job. You have zero connection to that boombox. I love Other it. Other than it's I love enormous. my boombox. It does make the room pop, though. The yellow <laughs> does, brings out yeah. the room, you know? It's good at the stuff can hang over it, you know, like clothes and all, all the crawley jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, Most expensive I, hanger he's ever bought. <laughs> I, uh, I may have carried a boombox all through high Well, my sophomore year of high school in the 80s. I may have carried one to school every day. But, uh, man, with the, oh, with the, the days. D batteries, right? And, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Yep. yep. You got to have Good something to stuff. chuck. D batteries, flock of seagull hair. I mean, just I didn't go that far. cruising through the streets, you know. I run. I run so much. No, I'm just kidding. I was not a flock of see... seagulls. I was a new wave, but not flock of seagulls. That's just yeah, way too easy. Me. That was too obvious. Uh, oh. like being a Tiffany fan. <laughs> 60 kids you you know what i'm right i mean seriously 60 yeah, kids. there's something no, I, yeah i missed that i was a little too young for that but um <laughs> did you see our colombians go take on mexico i did not yeah vera played uh i think chicho was in the squad or called to it didn't go to score played but gomez scored in like the 92nd minute to put it away and Colombia beat Mexico three to two. Oh, wow. which, it wasn't necessarily the A teams, but no, nah, I mean, it, it but nice it was friend. an Fun international friendly. friendly. Yeah, and yeah. Gomez popping up late it was kind of a cool goal. So, yeah, good team goal. Finish it off. Nice. Win the game. They they were celebrating like they beat Mexico for for real. I mean, like you said, it was kind of their B teams, but they still won. Still counts. Good job, kid. Nice. Yeah, Vera well, and Gomez both year. played in the game. All right. Yeah, we talk about the year. A couple of things. Thoughts on we had the nice run the U.S. Open Cup, which saw it end tragically in Houston. Um, they did have – we did – On penalties. Dami saved us in Las Vegas uh, from getting hit by baseballs on that baseball pitch. Yep. And yep. – uh and we, then Chang we saved us in Portland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chang saved us big. And then we ruined everyone's Christmas 
by not having Lionel Messi come and play in the U.S. Open Cup final because we couldn't beat our arch nemesis for the season, the Houston Dynamo. Yeah. And that pesky little Corey Baird. What was I calling him? <laughs> pesky uh, little bear. Lunchbox or something? Yeah, I forgot I his lunchbox. Yeah, his mom dropped him off. At the stadium. But anyway, so we that was disappointing. I mean, you could just feel the energy just come out of the out of the valley after we lost to Houston and Messi didn't show up here because and I thought they didn't they they may have done us a disservice. The fans, the team the team the fans did the team a disservice by getting way too hyped at that possibility. Cause the more they talked about it, the more it guaranteed it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> Too much pressure on our players, you know. So yeah, and then we had uh, the leagues cup, which we did relatively well. We got out of our group. We we beat Tough Seattle. Yeah, we yeah. beat Seattle three nothing. We did get smoked by Monterey, and then we uh, beat Lyon. After they had to ride a bus or something from Seattle or Vancouver, <laughs> dude, they got the short end of that stick, man. Holy cow! <laughs> and then uh, too funny. LAFC really did a number on us to kind of uh, kind of pop the air. Wasn't that the game? Was that the game where Pablo Ruiz kind of got injured, or not kind of yeah. got injured? <laughs> right, and. It seemed like so. Let's get to the season. After those, I mean, we did have some good runs in there. Thoughts on the season as a whole. I mean, how would you grade it? We graded the the, the players on a one one to ten kind of ratio. We can do it that way, or we can just be as inconsistent and random and just go <laughs> A to F. <laughs> how would you grade the team, the season as a whole? Brennan, Who you wants go? to go first? Um, okay. Um, overall, as a whole, I say. Wait, were we doing one out of ten? Well, sure. whatever you do, we'll do. Your scale. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> your random scale will fit. My random scale. So yeah. I give them about a thirty-seven out of fifty-five. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think. I think I like – I don't want to, like, compare – I don't want to do just this season. I think it's a huge comparable from last season. Um, I really think we're in the step in the right direction. We're going the right way. Um, but overall, as a season, I would give it, like, a 7 out of 10. Um, I wasn't – I mean, there was – talk to me in the summer. I'm, I'm loving this season. Um, talk to me at the beginning of the season. I hate it. At the end of the season, I think I hate it even more. Um, but to see what we're capable of and see, you know, the results that we were able to get out of, especially when we were on that injury list forever, um, and also Pablo going out, I just, I think we did okay. But we had so many opportunities to be great and be in a whole different playoff picture, whole different outlook towards the end of the season. So I give it a seven. <laughs> About you, Tyler. Okay, I'll go next if you're gonna. I, <laughs> I was trying to look up our. We had the losing record at home, which was very surprising, but we had the great run 
on the road. So we had a winning record on the road. I think we had the second best record in Major League Soccer on the road. And for a long time, the best record. It did start out, like you said, it started out really interesting. I I didn't know how Pablo Mastorani was going to – I didn't think he's going to be the coach at the end of the season uh, when it started. And then we built up, had a, had a brilliant run through the middle of the season, including the U.S. Open Cup and the start of the League's Cup. And it looked like, man, our predictions for barely making the playoffs – and not being incredibly as excited as last season, we're going to come true. But it's a, it was a really weird season. And I would, I thought after the League's Cup and losing Pablo Ruiz, it really it yanked it down for me from probably a seven to like a six point five. Ooh. I think that the way we ended the season. The rest of it was great. Signings, you know, great signings. Vera, uh, keeping Ojeda, Gomez, Chicho, um, Anelli picking up in the draft. And it looked like we added some really good players, really good pieces. The front office is willing. The owners are willing to spend money. But struggling at the end of the season, still, season after season after season, Um really kind of brought I brought it back down for me so I'd say 6.5 and if they had won maybe if they had finished stronger and taken third or fourth place which was there uh for them even second was available if they had pl- played pulled out of their little nosedive after Ruiz was injured um so yeah I think I'd lean towards I could probably talk to going a little higher but I think 6.5 overall, and mostly for the way it kind of nosedived at the end. Yeah, I'll guess, I guess I'll go with a 6.75 and just split the difference. <laughs> I figured that's what you were wanting to do. You're like, I'm going to just wait and uh, sit right between them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's closer to a 7, honestly. Um, a lot of promise shown um, and and built from the back forward. I love the additions of Vera, especially, and Ojeda getting that deal signed to get him here permanently, bringing in Gomez, who's a young, exciting kid, Um, and then, to me, Chicho, biggest signing in history. So I think the the ownership group, I'm giving them an 8.5 or 9 because they're trying, right? And they're getting the pieces in place to make this – an awesome franchise. And that's what I want. I want this to, I want us to be a contender every year going for the titles, right? Like that's what I want. And it looks like that's what our ownership group wants too, which is fantastic. And I'm so excited about that going into next year, getting, like you said, Pablo Ruiz back and Chicho and everybody else at full strength. And, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm excited to see how this goes. And Pablo, now, and like we said, everything is on his shoulders now. This is his way, his team. You know, he's going to have whatever our general manager's name is. Um, they're going to come in and do some work, too. But, like, we got special projects. Jason Christ coming in. Like, club legends left and right sticking around. 
We've got a lot of excitement around the club. Like, I'm this. This is really cool. This is really cool what we're building here, and I'm I'm excited that that we're able to see this happen. And I can't wait for next year. Really can't. And I don't care if Messi comes. I care that. You know, that's oh, what are you stuff talking about? Doing. We all care that Messi comes. Everybody okay, I do care. But if he doesn't come, I'm fine with that. I'll go to Miami and watch a game. Yeah, I don't think we haven't played Miami yet after four seasons. I know. I, I think we'll we, be. I'll how's that be Lucky to get an away game next year with him. I seriously doubt Messi is coming to Sandy, Utah. But that would be kind of funny. Send him here in, you know. February 27th or something. Like yeah, yeah, the first game of the season. <laughs> Send Messi to my Sandy. And he comes out playing in a parka or something. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> so, I love it. So I think you bring up a good point. Um, on the field, I think I'm still leaning towards 6.5 in there. But off the field, the ownership definitely deserves an 8.5 and or a 9. Um, and I think it's interesting too that they're willing to make changes. And I'm guessing that even though they came close, we talked to Trey at the end of the season. They said their goal was to finish fourth and get a home playoff spot, home playoff game. That was before the change in the in the playoff system, and we finished fifth. And I wonder if you know they that was a hard line that they had. They didn't make. They finished fifth instead of fourth, and they felt like they needed to make changes. Yeah, it could be. could be. And they had the courage to do so. So I, I'm not necessarily against change. I like change for the most part, as long as it doesn't affect me. <laughs> well, and as long as it's not just change to change, you know what I mean? You don't want to be the team that, like Crawley, where you have five coaches in one year and oh, you barely man. fall out of, you know, like only by the luck of, the draw do you not get relegated right you don't want that yeah one no. play one amazing goal from the jockey that, right uh, then he's not that, even there anymore no they, they get but Gosh. change is good because now crawley has had much better season they they'll probably they could be close to the to the playoff places but they'll probably finish mid-table and and not in any danger of getting relegated which is a massive improvement from last season, but any other thoughts, any favorite thoughts from you guys about the season? We had our, we had a few, quite a few um, watch parties at Cattleman's in. Yeah, that was uh, pretty fun. Downtown on historic Magna Main Street. <laughs> and we should, we thank uh, Stephen White, the owner for allowing us to come down there and have to apologize. We didn't get enough people to go down there, I guess, because <laughs> Uh, he made a good good try, but I, Cattleman's isn't there anymore. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. think it was our fault. But we did. No. We tried to get people to come and join us. And I talked to him. He said he, he gets more uh, traction from the food truck, so he went food truck and uh, not established location. So, guess you're uh, a little more free to move around when you. Do yeah, that, so. he has an amazing burger, though. Uh, I miss it. That was a great burger. Yeah. those were fun. You know, giving away prizes and have people come and watch the games. Uh, say hi to Kurt, right? We had yeah. we had some regulars that were showing up there. That was fun. Uh, any games that stand out to you guys? Well, 
to me, there were a couple goals that really stood out. Like Pablo Ruiz's goal was just that from, you know, what, what was it, 60 yards out? It was so 64. amazing. I think that goal is one of the goals of Real Salt Lake lore. You know what I mean? Like, that, that, that goal is going to stick with you for years. You're going to be like, ah, remember that one? Remember that one when Ruiz chipped the keeper from, oh, dude, that was amazing. Yeah, it was 95 cool yards out. Yeah, it was 125 yards back. out. It was a corner kick for the other team, and he still so scored. passed the ball to Pablo, and Pablo was just like, all right, I'm going to kick this. And then Wayne the- Rock Johnson was in the end zone doing saying like <laughs> kick it, kick it. I believe in you. And then, and then, yeah, then- and Vin Diesel comes over and families, everything. They cut the David Beckham. The David Beckham with tears in his eyes. I couldn't do it that good. There's no way I could I couldn't bend it like that. <laughs> yeah. How it about you, Brennan? What was your favorite moment of the season? Um favorite moment in the season. Ooh, I don't know. I was pretty ecstatic that Jasper got a goal and like, like a solid goal. The whole yeah, that flex. was a, that was a mm-hmm. rocket. I like that, that celebration. Solid. Yeah. Um, I like. I really like Pablo's uh, set piece goal, like around around the around the wall and in from like the top of the box. Oh, that was super. Oh no, wait. Brian Vera. I remember. I remembered. Um, it didn't happen on the field. It happened in the press box. And that was when the raccoon fell. That was probably my favorite ever thing that's ever happened. Because you were in the press box when it happened. Uh, Legit. Because when we first walk in there, there's like water dripping from that spot. And so we're like, oh, this is like dripping. And they're like, okay, we'll get a garbage can. and We'll have somebody come up and fix it. And then I don't even know. Did they try and get the raccoon to fix it? Is that was that the problem? No, they stuck the raccoon in there thinking he would fix the thing. <laughs> I thought it was funny too that they're like posting that like oh raccoon like on top of like the scores and everybody's like what's the point of the raccoon? Like nobody knew what it was about. But yeah, somebody mentioned it and then everybody's just chilling and all of a sudden boom, right through the ceiling, and everybody's like, what the heck is that really raccoon? But. Yeah. And you were the crazy. last person to get your phone out and start videoing, right? Oh, I know. I was like, it was like falling midair. And I look over, I see Atlanta, I look over, and they already have their phone out. I'm like, how did you react that fast? But that was a that was a terrible experience for that raccoon, though, man. He was he was and like got running around down inside, next level went outside, and... went over by the railing. Yeah, that's when I, because I was downstairs talking to some my brother and stuff, and then we look up and see a raccoon, and we're like, "What?" And I look over, and Dunny's there, and and uh, it, a whole bunch of, I mean, because the game wasn't happening, right? It was an arena yeah, delay. Delayed, so. Yeah, yeah. Did, they they Leon, post, wasn't it? They postponed it anyway, right? Yeah, uh, they ended yeah. up not playing that day, which was unheard of before then, right? Like that was kind of cool. Yeah, we had a few weather delays. Um, this season and the game after that was probably the best i've seen us play all season moose yeah. scored on that brody through wall like i mean we just took it to leon dude that that was <laughs> some good playing from us man Oof. moose scored within like two minutes of like 
right? Like we scored and then we scored and then we were like, we're up to nothing <laughs> out of nowhere. This is awesome. Anyway, yeah, we played I, really well that game. One of the games that I think I'll remember is when we went into St. Louis and just surprisingly beat the tar out of them. Just beat the crap out of St. Louis away. I was totally stunned when we went in there. Well, we, they. <laughs> I had nothing we, to do with it. You know, they heard we're me randomly yelling. cheering for them. They they appreciate it. I thought that was um, quite a bit of fun. And also, you know, getting more involved, you know, on a personal level for, you know, on a podcast level, getting more involved with Real Salt Lake and uh, being in the press box. And hopefully we plan on doing a whole bunch more of that uh, next year and getting into the, hopefully getting into the post game and asking some, you know, great questions for the fans. I mean, we think we <laughs> got uh, dipped our toe in there a little bit and... That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so, so, like, next year, if you're listening to the podcast, like, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Twitter. If you have a question you want to have us ask, we'll ask it for you. I like that. That's good. We should probably pay more attention to that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll but send Brennan to I'm just Brennan so nervous every time do I ask him, you know. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> He's going to think my question's dumb. Uh, here's a question, not from me, Pablo, from some moron on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't ask this. It's some idiot. No, I'm just kidding. We would never do that. We would never do that. No. Where do you get your jackets? Asking Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get them from the team store? Oh, oh, really? Okay, oh. great. Awesome. Okay. And Have you seen we... Terminator? Oh, this no. is awesome. <laughs> and we also... Were you in that movie? <laughs> Sorry. How many times did we beat Colorado this year? Four? Five? All of them. I think it, it was at least four times. Four or five times. Yeah, crazy, huh? So is that a record? I think there was a record set with at that. At least for us, because we beat them in the U.S. Open Cup too, didn't we? Something like that. And three times in the regular season. Yeah, so interesting. It was uh, quite also the, the drubbing. The the craziest stat for me this year was we set a record for fewest PKs attempted, penalty kicks <laughs> taken. One zero. 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 During oh during the MLS regular season. Yeah. No penalty kicks. We did take penalty kicks. Zero. Early, but it wasn't because of a foul. It was because it was tied at the end of regulation yeah. or extra I mean, time those, for. Yeah. Those are spot kicks, technically. They're not penalty kicks. They're spot kicks, technically. Because no one caused a penalty. So we're just taking them from the spot. Thank you. Thank you for the clarification, Tyler. <laughs> Everybody calls them penalty kicks because that's when you take them. But after the game, they're just spot kicks. And I thought it was interesting. One of the things I remember was uh, obviously because it was late in the season. Uh, and my mind is, I can still have my little bit of short-term memory. But the penalty kicks against Houston in Sandy, in Salt Lake, were... Amazing, and then yeah, that the was next pretty game, cool. You go, and they were nowhere near 
amazing. Right. Like, oh man, we got it. We got it. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's we're just through. Like... Yeah, it put was... in moose. It's a good idea. <laughs> put in moose, man. Just he'll save us. <laughs> he'll save us all. Jay oh, Luna and moose, man. <laughs> and then that is a classic curse, right? You miss the penalty kick in in the playoffs. You're off the team next year. Sorry, it's just how it goes. Yeah. I heard. Miss him you, Moose. Well, what about Love Diego? You, he missed it too. <gasps> but Do you know what? Danny, yeah, he also I... scored the goal that kept us in that game. So that's true. They yeah, said, Danny, worry about yourself, Danny. Don't be. Um, don't be what was other people. what was your guys's worst part? Like, what was what was the worst thing from the season? Because I that got one. A, yeah. Okay, that's a great yeah, question. Go ahead, my boy. Just what yours is? I died. Oh yeah. Um, that that trade was that trade was unfair, um, and especially you filed the very a next complaint, like, didn't you? six seven games. I I wish I was gonna <laughs> brought it up did. to the wrong person. Got the wrong Justin Miram got <laughs> traded uh, to Charlotte for not a thing. And it, well, allocation well, money, yeah, right? Yeah. Allocation. That, it's supposed to be Shinji but he never came. He goes, he goes on a tear <laughs> after that. He's yeah. like, he's he's getting a goal nearly every game. He's got an assist in every game. He's scoring like last minute winners. <sighs> Just a Charlotte almost Charlotte made the playoffs. Kind of a fun him. team to watch for a while, but yeah, they, they yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I was exciting. disappointed with they that. They were like mini Columbus, but no backline. So <laughs> I, yeah. That's very true. No defense. We'll go forward, but you you can get us in the back. <laughs> Catch us on a counter. Exactly. Yeah, that was uh, disappointing. What were you saying, right? I, I, I really like uh, – I liked uh, – I love Justin Miriam. I, I was really disappointed. Um, we also almost got in trouble by asking about that trade when we when we talked to Kurt Schmid. Um. Oh yeah, he, uh, that was my fault. I probably no, shouldn't no. have asked that question. No, we need to. Yeah, you know, somebody's got to ask those questions. <laughs> well, so. I think it was like, yeah, we were asking the wrong question. We were asking about Shinyashiki. Why didn't he come? <laughs> <laughs> that that was uh, yeah, and he was under investigation from the league for some domestic violence or something like that. And so yeah, I forgot the, about yeah, that. Yeah, that was a hard question to answer properly like we just missed justin and that i think that part was fair but yeah that was that was fun we've had some great interviews but um this season i'm trying to think of what was because i know there was some things that maybe i think it was the musovsky stuff i thought that was yeah poorly timed on everyone's part not knowing the inner workings of um, what was going on their conversations, what he was promised when they brought him in. Obviously, uh, it didn't help either party that kind of was uh, They're both out of that. jobs now. They're both free Elliot agents Falls now. now. <laughs> so Musowski. Uh, but I, I actually read an article on MLS, and they said that he was number six of the best free agents available, so... You know, maybe he'll catch on somewhere else. Danny, yeah, I think Danny Musas. I think somebody will pick him up. I who knows how they could have played it right here, but I don't know. 
would he have if he had stuck around? Would that have made a big difference? Does RSL finish a little higher in the table? It was frustrating to watch players like uh, Rubio Rubin not get goals, even though he works hard or as hard or harder than anyone on the team. That was a little frustrating. And I guess you could throw in the Chicho injury, but for the most part, I think that was and the Pablo the, Ruiz injury. Yeah. yeah. Those are probably the, the biggest negatives. But as as a fan, I'm still upset we don't get to throw confetti. You know, I miss confetti. I think uh, if we should be outraged about anything, that should be it, the confetti, not the U.S. Open Cup. But those are some of the things, yeah. What about you, Tyler? Do you have anything else? <laughs> Let me ask you a question right as you... Uh, uh, have to uh, cough up a lung there. Yeah, no worries. I was just um, some candy. You know, it's uh, sugar gets up your nostrils. Ah. Anyway, edit that out, Tyler. Get that part out. It's horrible. Leave it in, Tyler. Bad radio. That's what she said. Some Tyler snorting something uh, up his nose. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, to me it was it was the injuries. And the so closes. That's why I'm so excited for next year because consistency and discipline play off in soccer, just like life. That's why I love soccer because you got to be disciplined, patient, and consistent in order to win soccer games. But you also have to take advantage of your opportunities. You know what I mean? Just like life, right? The more you can take advantage of the opportunities you're given, the more you can be consistent and patient and disciplined and try to get better every single day in life, the more opportunities you'll create for yourself. So I'm excited for next year. I think it's going to be cool to, to get all these players back and healthy and on the same page. And we'll probably have one or two that fall out of favor and, you know, end up in the Mexican league on some undervalued team in the middle of nowhere. Querétaro will pick up somebody and, We'll send somebody to Varn or we'll send them to Barnley or I don't know. It, you know, it, you know, the Johnny Menendez things happen. You know, <laughs> your favorite player who looks like he's going to just take off and kill it gets loaned out. And then eventually we just say goodbye to him on social media with half a post. You know what I mean? Like it happens. So. You know, you know confidence in Instagram posts. I mean, who's ever running the Instagram? They have some serious <laughs> confidence, man. They're like, "Hey, thank you for everything. We'll see ya." Right? Don't That's you what I'm saying. We doing the contract? No, we already said thank you on Instagram. No, we said goodbye. <laughs> yeah, it's over. No, goodbye. We we said bye. We're definitely not negotiating anymore. Yeah. Wait, we're not. We were just a coffee shop. No. <laughs> Sorry. Probably like some 17-year-old or something like that running the whole Instagram page. Like, right? Yeah, he's gone. Don't, don't even need to run by me. I already know. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. I think yellow jerseys, fantastic. Oh, Apparently right. it'll yeah. be Life Vantage will not be there next year. But the yellow jersey will still stay. So yeah, this will be changed. Will have, so. We'll have a new um, – what do they call them? City kits. They don't call them home and away kits, but we'll have uh, the red jersey will be different next year. 
Yeah, did you, hear, did you see a few of the mock-ups out there? So RSL kind of looks like Barcelona. Right? He's kind of got the claret and how, cobalt how, where stripes. Where do they show that? Where do they show ah, that? It's all speculation. Random. It's all speculation or the fact that we got to see it and you're trying to spoil it. No, no. No, no. I just, no and there was a little yellow stripe on the side. But again, I, it's just speculation. People do a lot of – there's a lot of people that are really talented that come up with a lot of great kits, and you wonder why Adidas can't come up with that. Just rip like the, the Utah off. State flag they turned into a kit? I still love that one. That was cool. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But that that would be the new kits. I did like the yellow kits, the pyrite, the uh, beeswax. Yeah. Um, Good stuff. Mind your own. That, that's what they should have called it, mind your own beeswax kit. Oh, they missed it there. That was a perfect. So, anyway, so it's been a fun season. A lot of little bit of frustrations there. We didn't finish as strong. I think that came with injuries and the late season drama that did not work out the way. But despite all that, we were still right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that's the frustrating part. Is how do we get over? that take that next step pablo ruiz comes back and chicho's healthy and we're there what do you mean how do we do i don't know i don't know we're there that's why i'm excited well well, yeah i'm I'm excited too because you know they got the draft tomorrow and uh, like i said (laughs) i predicted three starters three starters from the uh draft will be (laughs) will be never signed to the team never (laughs) we will sign no one from this draft that's my prediction. Oh yeah, people are going to no be so upset. No one will ever play a minute of first team football for Real Salt Lake. People will be so upset if we do not pick up a decent player with the last two drafts that we've had that have been rather successful. Or we'll see how I that goes. I bet you that one of those uh, draft picks will be a Brian. Ooh. <laughs> be... If we have four Brians, that would be amazing. Plus, Johnson, then it's five. I mean. Yeah, because we could get a B I, B R I O N or B I, yeah, or a Byron. Bion, we'll count like that. Ion. Brian, Bion. yeah, or yeah, we don't Bion. have that spell. Brian, that's Byron. the trick. You know, how, how do you get another Brian spelled differently? Because they're all spelled yeah, differently. That's, that's the tricky part. I don't know. So, yeah, Brian. So Anything awesome. else? I think. Uh, we're all going to rush off and finish up Christmas shopping or something. I don't know. Yeah, all you do. All we can talk about, um, even though RSL isn't playing, we have a few teams that we like to follow. We could come into the go into the quick Come On Crawley update. They uh, did not do well over the weekend. Sad, sad, sad. They were at home. They lost to Mansfield, the Stags. Was one to one at halftime, then they lost three to one. They gave up Dags. some goals, but Mansfield yeah. was in Harry fourth Potter's place. Harry Potter's very so. disappointed. His spirit animal didn't didn't work out well. Yeah, yeah they anyway, they actually go, go by their Patronus. I don't know. You'd think it would be. A... <laughs> oh boy! Uh, Specto Patronus, and they hate muggles. So, but yeah. So, but we are having a decent season. We're over thirty points. We got thirty points. Already, and I don't think we had 30 points until months and months and months into the new year, it seemed like. 
Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, yep. Halfway through the season, Arsenal is back in first place in the Premier League, which is where they belong. I'm actually watching their games. I can't believe the chances they miss. Is that weird? Like, they're in first place in the Premier League, and they still seem like they can't put away a chance. Like, they didn't score their second goal against Brighton until, like, the 92nd minute. And it was like he mishit the shot, and it hit the keeper's side and went in. You know what I mean? These are not fantastic goals that we're scoring at Arsenal. But they're getting results, and they're moving on in the Champions League. And so it's hard to complain because they're in first. But, like, it's, oh, I mean, no. it could be so much better is what I'm saying. Don't is not that kind of so watch out for that. Kind of like uh, a little bit of doubt in the back of your mind because teams that are lucky, kind of like, well, I won't say. Yeah, RS, for I sure. Was I mean, the they're not great. Was just so <laughs> lucky. Uh, they're not amazing. Goals and just like that face dry up right now. Not yeah, amazing. I know. You're totally. It it's kind of almost difficult. like you're frozen. It's kind of scary <laughs> now. Like you're stunned so bad that we can't hear a single thing you just said. Oh, no. How's so, Man right? United? How's Man United? Um, Man United is uh, doing as good as my ex-wife. You know what I mean? Just she's you know changing management left and right. Uh, things aren't performing, so they're trading. I don't know. So it's it's a it's all stemming from the owners. Yeah, it all stems from Mason Greenwood. They did have oh. a surprising result against <laughs> Liverpool, though, right? Yeah, man. They, uh, well, they drew 0, zero, zero. I mean, and if you watch the highlight reel, it's Liverpool attacking Man United. The whole game. The entire I did see a tweet. And then Dallo gets a red and then for complaining. <gasps> what a like stupid a red card. Dork. Like, yeah. That doesn't Come make on, any man. sense. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. I did a thing on Twitter after, and it was, the ref is a Newcastle fan. And so <laughs> they have a picture of the ref in a bar, and he's wearing a Newcastle kit. They're like, see, I told you the game was rigged. <laughs> I saw the best tweet um, of the internet uh, after that game. I think he won the internet for that day. <laughs> the, one of them, Somebody tweeted out that Manchester United had a, a really uh, st- a stunning result or a great result. But they were having a hard time getting home because they couldn't get their bus out of park. <laughs> hey, you know, they got a result. Hard to argue with that, but yep. yeah. I mean okay. they yeah. Well, hopefully everybody loves that tweet because now when they listen to the podcast, you are gonna only be using that as a reference from when we parked the bus. Oh no, 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 no. I will I will find another one. Equally as uh, eye rolling. <laughs> so, well, we oh, appreciate man. everyone that listens to our random musings. We love Real Salt Lake. We love the game, uh, the sport of football. And we appreciate you listening. We hope that you have a, a very happy, memorable holiday season and a happy new year. And that you will continue to follow us, listen, tell your friends. Subscribe, share, all of that. We cannot thank you enough for doing that. Do you guys have anything else to say? Yep. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. We're out.